0: Hey, common scientists! We're coming to you this week with a topic that is near and dear to our hearts or maybe our brains, depending on who you're talking to. And that is the topic of common science. We're, we're gonna dive in a little bit about the philosophy of common science, the lifestyle of common science, maybe the community of common scientists. And hopefully it'll give you a better idea of what we're hoping to accomplish every week, of what this journey has looked like for us, and of what we hope this journey could look like for you as a budding common scientist. So I want to toss it to start uh, to Aiden because of us three founders of common science, we were joking earlier that he's the foundiest founder (laughs) because it kind of started with him. So I'd love to hear a a little bit about your common science beginnings and how we got looped into the mix.
1: Yeah. So common science beginnings, like most, like most millennials, I grew up on Bill Nye, the science guy, huge fan, science rocks, all those buzzwords. And uh, one thing I had observed in the last couple of years was just a growing disconnect between science. And I'd been thinking a bit about how that disconnect might be decreased. And uh I had uh fortunately connected with Dre. It's funny, we we joke. Uh if we had to think about who in high school we would have started a pod- a podcast with, we would have both been in the in the bottom ten maybe of that list yeah, yeah. <laughs> of each other's <laughs> lists. Uh and we had been connected though at a uh a family friend and on my part, his, his wedding, uh, shout out to Carl Rice. Uh, and, uh, we had had a couple beers and connected and Dre was into sci-fi. I was a science geek as well. And we decided to grab a beer afterwards and had a few more mandates and <laughs> philosophized and, and talked about out there ideas and all of that. And, uh, at one point we had just kind of in passing brought up, uh, maybe starting a podcast. And then, uh, down the road, we had done nothing about it, but then down, down the road, I, I met Lauren and we had talked about a blog and and some of that idea and, and like popular science ideas. And, and then, yeah, the common science team was, was merged and, and founded. And, uh, we dove into it during, during the COVID pandemic. There was, uh, was, there was ample time at, at home to to get up to side projects like this, and so uh, we we dived into it, and it's been a ball for me. I've learned a heck of a lot. How about you guys?
0: I don't know I'd say that there was ample time because it was, a, <laughs> it was like a nuts period of time, I think, but, I, yeah, I mean, you summed it up quite well. I think originally, though, you guys were going to do, like, the podcast, and I was going to focus more on the writing, which at the time made so much sense to me right away, like very early on because I had never listened to a podcast. I was like, oh, that's a dude thing. YouTube, dude thing, podcast, dude thing. And then on hearing Aiden talk about it, and like being in the same apartment while conversations were being had, I kept having ideas and like wanting to pop in and wanting to be a part of the conversation. And I don't know how that conversation went between you guys, but I think I, I and Aiden had just talked about it. And I was like, man, you know, I think I actually really want to be a part of that. And maybe, maybe there needs to be more female representation in that space. And then I think you guys had a conversation. This yeah. is way early on, guys. But yeah, it it's. I'm glad that it turned out how it did.
2: Yeah, agree. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Someone actually earlier today just asked me how everything got started, and I was just like, "Yeah, funny story." And I think it really, uh, it really speaks to really what our kind of mo is as a company, what we are doing as common scientists. It's just we really were just like, "Hey." Um, a very unfortunate event, the pandemic has given us an opportunity to divert a lot of our energy into something that we think is cool. Like we've all talked about writing, Aiden and I have talked about podcast. Mm-hmm. you've had a newfound interest in podcasting, uh, let's start this sort of common science multimedia company like where we yeah. can kind of get the word out and um, have great conversations that Aiden and I were just having over beers for, you know, <laughs> we were just like, let's record these and see if anybody else wants to join the combo. And obviously, you know, you found one lucky lady or maybe a um, lucky guy found you. But uh, I think I think it's, it, it is really cool because we just, we really just said, hey, let's do it. And it was not a lot of um, let's prepare, let's do all this, let's do all that. It was just like, all right, we got the name. All right, we got the website. All right, we got this. <laughs> we got that. All right, we got the no mics. We're on Zoom. Uh, yeah. We'll <laughs> do, it, do it, do whatever. And that obviously led to, uh, I'm sure many of our listeners are aware and many of them aren't aware. It led to us um, going back and deleting some of our original episodes because they just weren't up to our current standards. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but they were just, you know, just like really choppy Zoom calls and this and that. But a lot of those were also some of our best conversations. Unfortunately, not the best quality, but that's all part of being a common scientist. It's not about being perfect. It's not about having all the answers. It's not about waiting for the perfect moment. It's about going out there and trying it, trial and error, getting the data back. We got some feedback. Yeah, <laughs> we, got some, um, we got some feedback. <laughs> some, some people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we were like, we loved your new episodes. And we went back and listened to your first episodes. and you guys were all over the place. It was fuzzy. It was yeah. like, you guys were skipping around, like, couldn't hear anything, all this stuff. And um, yeah, and we, we come out better for it. We're, we're still being forged by fire, but we're on our way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think early episodes... Just thinking back, and I I remember after a couple of episodes, I sent one to my mom. Shouts out to to parents and to parental feedback. And <laughs> she called me, and she's like, what in the world was going on? You, ha- you you sweared more than the boys. And I was like, oh, man. And then, I mean, yeah, we've refined and grown and learned. And I think that is the beauty of, of common science. If you stumble upon some of our original content, you're like, oh, Just uh, listen to the content now and appreciate how far we've learned and (laughs) how far we've come and know that like you too, if there's an area in life that you're struggling, you can grow because we have for sure grown, 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 definitely grown, grown, (laughs) (laughs)
1: definitely (laughs) grown so much.
0: And clearly, uh, clearly I'm not done (laughs) growing (laughs) yet. So it has been, it has been a journey so far.
1: Yeah, totally. I think yeah, uh, <laughs> it was recently that we removed those first few episodes, but going back and listening to them, it, it was, it was painful. Right. And I apologize to any listeners who did go back and, and check those out. But uh, at the same time, like you said, I mean, just like the, just the process of growing, it can be painful and is painful and, and, I, yeah, I mean, we have come, come so far as far as our abilities to speak and write and think and respond in flow.
0: Yeah, about a year and a half ago, which would have been a little bit before our time, I went to a business startup seminar and I remember a speaker saying at this business startup seminar, which was kind of ironic that you could go to a hundred of these seminars before you'd actually start a business. And that you could go to a million writing workshops before you'd actually be brave enough to send your book out to a publisher mm-hmm. or to even sit down and write. And I think coming into Common Science and then meeting these two nerds, <laughs> I, we all just had this idea like, yeah, we're, we're not going to be the people who just go to seminars for a year and plan. We're going to be the people who start and are forged by fire. And we know we're going to learn and we know it's going to be hard and we know we're going to grow. Uh, but that's what happened and we're still in the process and that's that is also common science right like getting out there and being brave enough to learn being brave enough to fail and being okay with that
1: yeah i think one thing that stands out in what you're saying about our journey and uh common science as a as a philosophy uh is just this uh applying this scientific method to your own life like this asking of questions oh should i start a podcast oh how do i start a part Mm -hmm. podcast yeah i'm gonna try it out uh receive some feedback from the parents and company (laughs) and and iterate on it and and develop a better understanding because i mean there's been numerous occasions where i've had some idea in my mind and i try it and it goes to crap and and I have to revise uh, my schemas. But yeah, I think that that idea has been super valuable to me in the podcasting sphere, but then in other aspects of life. Uh, what would you guys say to, you, to the listeners? How's your, or what is your concept of common science?
0: I think my concept of common science is absolutely applying the scientific method to my daily life Uh, and for those of you who are unfamiliar vaguely loosely the the scientific method is to do some background research formulate a a hypothesis which is what you think might happen and then uh, get out there and test it do some research some trial and error and then come up with a bit of a conclusion and maybe not an answer but to to be able to have said, okay, man, I I tested that out, I went through some things, and I figured out that I think this is the answer. And it could be as simple as systematizing what you want to wear every day. Uh, It could also be as serious as figuring out your next uh, political view or person that you're going to vote for. Or, I mean, as serious as deciding on a life philosophy like veganism versus something you've been living. And in all of these choices, in all of these moments that we have in life, it's it's tough to make the decisions at, at any point in time because of how much information is out there. And what I most appreciate about common science is the willingness to just ask the question, uh, to come to community, talk it out a little, to fail and fail again and fail again but to learn and grow because of it and also feel more founded in in where I stand on some really important issues, I think, in, in the world and in life, down to the shoes that I wear when I go out uh, to crazy scientific topics like string theory. And having just a bit of a foundation makes me feel like a more confident human uh, and woman and common scientist.
2: Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I had not had to talk next, but no, you know, that, was, that was really good. I <laughs> 100% agree. Uh, so, with me, there's this idea of so, there's a philosopher or a psychologist named Jean or Jean Piaget, and he's really renowned in the field of child development. And he has this concept of um, little scientists. So, sometimes people call him like Piaget's little scientists. This idea that there's a scientist in all of us, we're all born curious, we're all born experimenters, we're all born scientists, people who have very little concept of the world, of the environment we're interacting with, but who are constantly testing ourselves, our abilities in the environment and seeing how, how it works. Like, so if you go back to like a baby or whatnot, it's like reaching for um, something and seeing, can I pick this up? Right? Does this taste good? Is this edible? All these little things. And of course, over time, like, you know, it takes a few tries, and the baby, he, they learn this is not food. This does not feel comfortable in my mouth. This is not fun to sit on. This is not fun to fall on. All these little things. Whereas, <clears throat> as we go a little bit older, obviously those ideas become more complex, but it's still yeah. really the same process. Like you said, you have some sort of background information whether it's like you're doing research or just your life, you have some background information and you you try to hypothesize and test this out to see, is this a true thing in the world? Is this an acceptable way for me to live? Is this a way that's going to get me towards any sort of goals or happiness, success, or whatever your own philosophy is, if that's spreading love, if that's spreading like whatever your battle is, whatever you're trying to do in the world, um, is the information that I'm operating under, are the beliefs I'm operating under, true or conforming to that reality and I think that the little scientist is a great representation of that I think it's very very true I think a lot of us lose sight of that as we get older and we just we start instead of becoming um, being the subjects that we are the actors that we are we just become these passive kind of um, objects where it's just like information is just kind of coming to us whether it's true or not, and it's sort of mm-hmm. guiding our beliefs and therefore guiding our um, our actions. And I think what the importance of common science is is to question those beliefs, question that information, ask the big questions, think about them, and then the big hard part is when you find a conclusion that's maybe different, that you maybe you didn't want to find, then you change your behavior accordingly.
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, the, the inner scientist in, in all of us is... A beautiful idea and one of the one of the most uh, true truths I think I've, truths. I've, I've come across <laughs> true truths. Truth of truth from the, the founders <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's just this idea that I mean everybody is born to ask questions and mm-hmm. learn about the world and uh, stay curious and uh, I do think so I had an interview recently with, uh, a librarian and she talked, it was kind of, it was fascinating to me that she brought up that it's actually, uh, one of the hardest times to be a student because there is so much information, which I thought for me, was quite humorous because my parents had always told me, Oh man, we had to go back and manually search through the catalogs and try to find the right book or whatever. But yeah they had 10 books to choose from and we have this i mean mass of information at our fingertips and and trying to to critically rather than just consuming it figuring out how to intentionally uh yeah narrow it down uh and and find what uh what works and what helps you live a a meaningful life uh yeah what what other Aspects. we've touched on a few different areas of of life that uh common science has helped you learn your your heels your shoes uh what other what other areas have you been thinking harder about through the lens of science
0: Well, I first want to comment on what Joy said about uh, Jean Piaget and the little scientist. I have this beautiful image um in in my mind when I when I think of that of just children playing and exploring and like you said things in the mouth and I mean falling and hurting yourself or taking too much risk or not enough risk and uh for me common science continues to challenge me to have the humility to fail oh yeah and to fail publicly because that is scary it's super scary like the other day, one of the most humiliating moments of every cast, and it's out there for you all to to see. Uh, I had this concept that where I grew up had just so many lakes. I know both of you guys are gonna roll your eyes, but oh, I had, this, God, I had, I I had that. this concept in my mind. That, I mean, growing up, that <laughs> and this is a minor in comparison to some of the other fails, but I think shows this concept. Well, I had this idea, guys, that every corner I turned around, there was a lake. And so growing up here in Minnesota, land of 10,000 lakes, I think as a kid, I was like, my county has 10,000 lakes. So we record this cast. And that's what I said on on air. And I looked it up and there are a lot of lakes in my county. There are, but only like in the hundreds. And (laughs) uh, I mean, just wrong by magnitudes as Dre so clearly pointed out on the cast and I felt so embarrassed but I think that right there like the willingness to acknowledge a mistake that may have happened in public and to just like be okay with failure is so hard to do and it's harder and harder and harder the older you get I think, like, mm-hmm. as a child, right, someone's like, you're wrong. And a kid is like, Oh, crap, I was wrong. And then you continue to get older and older. And, and it's so much harder, I think. And the more public we get, and the more viewers we get, it it's a little bit more pressure and a little bit more pressure to be right. And that is not the point of common science, right? The point of common science is to get out to ask the question to fail quickly and learn faster. Like, It is not to be the best scientists or, like, perfect, right? We are common scientists. And Jean Piaget's image is so helpful for me to remind myself, like, I'm not trying to be right. I'm just trying to exemplify learning with humility uh, and being willing to do research, a little research to add value to my life. So, yeah, it is wanted
1: to comment on that. So I also want to say uh so Friedrich Nietzsche I believe his last stage of a human's development is a baby. So I can not remember which stages a person is to go through but uh the enlightened state that Friedrich Nietzsche posits is the baby. And it, and so it's just kind of funny to come full circle uh, as a person it seems like uh, if Friedrich Nietzsche had anything right and uh Jean Pache as well that like the the goal is to get to a point where you have humility to admit where you're wrong and I I struggle with it a lot and I mean I think most people do is is admitting that you don't have all the answers or you don't have like and
0: science is really bad at that like The institution that is science, right? Like, Mm -hmm. is not good at saying like, "Oh crap!" Like, are are masks really doing their job in this global pandemic? Or like, "Oh crap!" Is the vaccine as efficacious as we hoped? I mean, whatever the question is, science struggles because there is this dance between trust in science, which is not; it is an imperfect practice, and then I mean, trust in people's ability to to continue to do do research and find their own truth, I think. And I think what drew me to common science so much and has continued to invigorate my desire to keep doing this is that science should be for everyone. Mm -hmm. And there should not be major paywalls. There should not be major gaps. And if my science isn't able to be communicated to a general audience, it is not serving as much of a purpose as it could. Uh, and that too has been a huge challenge and it, it's been a huge journey and I hope I continue to get better and better at it. But I think if you do research and you have a finding within the scientific community, right, like at the Mayo Clinics and the U of, M's of the world, and you can't create that in a digestible way for the general public, you're maybe not doing your job. And like that's a big claim to make in a world where we live in a publisher parish society. Like that's a it's a huge and a huge responsibility. But I think just the tip of the iceberg, right? That's what we're trying to do in a in a small, small way for whoever tends to click on our YouTube video or or subscribe or whatever. Like that's the that's the hope, is that for each topic, for each piece of research, we can give you Just a tidbit of of our perspectives. What about you guys? What would you say is like a goal of our podcasts and our YouTube?
2: Uh, I mean, it's definitely to create, curate, cultivate a community of common scientists, of people who are asking questions. Um, and taking kind of um, objective, I don't know if necessarily be objective, but um, kind of putting ideas through the ring of fire, right? Like having a conversation about your beliefs and being able to, like you're saying, being able to say, oh, I was wrong or, or oh, I didn't think about that. Or, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Be able to take like an embarrassment or a feeling of embarrassment and just like being like, yeah, that's okay. Like, as long as I'm, like, it's better to be leaning towards and falling forward into the, failing forward into um, the truth than it is to, like, being, being, like, holding on to my beliefs. And I think that's kind of what we're trying to do here is just encourage that line of thinking, encourage the little conversations. And eventually, like, obviously, like, we would really love for all of our audience to um, grow and engage with us like be all in our comments like send us messages eventually call in and have the conversations mm-hmm. with us and show us like we're just, and that's what I love so much about us is that I'm obviously all of us have made fools of ourselves <laughs> probably oh. me more than anybody no. on this Get on here. this show <laughs> and that's like Half the time, like, going to your point, I'm, like, I don't even, sometimes I don't even, like, watching our videos or listening back to our podcasts. I'm just, like, I know I'm going to sound like an idiot. I know I said (laughs) something stupid. I know everybody thinks I'm an idiot. But that's perfectly okay. Like, you are who you are. And we should all be in this, um, I don't know if we all should, but I think we all like to be in this constant growth where it's, like, we're learning more. We're going, we're trying to find uh, more ways to be happy, to have more experiences, to spend more time with our family, and like have these meaningful conversations, meaningful experiences. And I think, uh, honestly, the reason why I'm so excited about common science is that I think it's the way to do it. If you go back and look at the Enlightenment period, go back and look at um, Francis Bacon and the invention of the scientific method, like science has made all of our lives so much better, so much easier, so much freer, so much healthier. And yeah, I think that's, like, that's what I love so much about common science is taking these huge thinkers and taking their ideas of how, like, PJ said, hey, we're all little scientists. You don't have to be jean Piaget, you don't have to be Charles Darwin, you don't have to be Nikola Tesla. You can just be you, but you are a common scientist. And this stuff is going to impact you whether you like it or not. Let's all use it, come together, and make all of our lives individually and as a species better one day at a time
1: yeah i couldn't say it couldn't say it better i think uh i think what you're talking about about uh each individually uh having the opportunity to apply some of these ideas to their own lives and then do better like if you uh i i heard uh so thinking about our our social connections and how each of us say each of us knows a thousand people in a lifetime Uh, and those thousand people each know a thousand people of their own. And so you're, you're two steps away from a million. Uh, and so just if each individual is living, I, another, another, uh, truthful truth that I, (laughs) that I believe in is, uh, is, is just this, uh, I just wanted to joke, joke back to that and (laughs) making a a fool of myself in the past on the, on the podcast (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's just that if each person was living their, their best life and figured out through some of these methods how to live a more meaningful life and they could touch others with that, uh, I think that that is a more much more powerful force than people could ima- even imagine. Uh, like, I think, obviously, there's these giants, the Nikola Teslas, all these other things. Um, but I think if if everybody had that, capacity and was able to obviously there are many many barriers to that um, but i think that applying the the scientific method like you're saying this is like such a draw to me about the common science Mm -hmm. uh idea is is just that uh more people could be capable of that from but just by asking questions and doing research and communicating as well
2: yeah, and I, I think it's just a quick point for Lauren. Um, I'd love to hear more of your thoughts on it, but we're, we're all doing it, no matter whether we like it or not, no matter whether we're cognizant of it or not. We're all using the scientific method. We're all experiencing. We're all asking questions. And a big part about common science is really just doing it with purpose, taking a little bit more time to think about it, and then hopefully... Um, yeah, we're being forged through that fire and like coming out better, as opposed to denying the science or denying the data that we have. Right? We all understand like the person who's madly in love with somebody, and all the friends are like, "Hey, like they're not that person's not that good for you." And then,
0: or they're not the, into you, right?
2: And then you can point to like all these data points that are like, "Hey, this is a sign that they're not into you. This is a sign they're not good for you. This is a sign." But then you're just so clouded by it all these biases, right? Yeah. Whether it's love, yeah. or whatever it is, background, whatever, you're so clouded that you don't even take into consideration and of course, six months, one month, two months, a year later, you're like, yeah, of course, like I was wrong. <laughs> so it's more so just being more cognizant of it. We all have these biases. We're all learning um, and I really love that we can, like I've gone back and listened to podcasts where I was vehement about being right and sometimes I still go back and think I'm right, but I'm listening to it with a different lens and I'm and I can hear I can hear Lauren's points. I can hear Aiden's points and whatever. And I'm like, hmm, like if nothing else, you are giving me something to think about. Mm -hmm. And if nothing, and even if I still think I'm right, it's still helping me kind of sympathize and understand like people who have a much different perspective and helping me have a better understanding of what the world is like and how we can all work together to get to a better place Too.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, do you have a a comment to,
0: I think just, I mean, we're echoing a lot of the, a lot of the, I mean, a lot of similar ideas, right? But Mm -hmm. I think it shows how much we really do care about this, right? It's it's not about making it big or like being podcast hosts or whatever. Like we really want to add value to people's lives and we want to do it by showing what it looks like to have hard conversations, fail and learn in community, And I think as you guys were talking, the main piece that was just still in my head or what I was thinking about was especially the willingness to have tough conversations because there too, in my adult life, there are areas of controversy where the whole world feels divided. Mm -hmm. And it's really uncomfortable to talk about those things. And it's even more uncomfortable to talk about those things with our community or my family and practicing here in the common science community feels like a safe space to do that so that when I do go home, mm-hmm. I can be brave enough to not argue with anyone, but be brave enough to just be true to myself and to be true to what I believe will better my own life and, and also to be brave enough to uh, try to hold people I love to that same standard Mm -hmm. which is really hard to do. I think it's easier sometimes to allow them to maybe fall into the fake news or whatever, and it's easier not to bring it up because we don't practice these conversations often. And this platform has given me space to practice failure and to practice discomfort, to learn some humility, so that when I go home... (laughs) And have yeah. some tough conversations, I feel just a little more comfortable in my own skin and in where I stand and what I hope I stand for.
1: yeah yeah, I think uh, the 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 safe space piece stands out to me, uh, and I think that that's also partly uh a reason why we're creating this podcast is to present what that might look like. And I think finding if it, if it's not family, it it can be friends. Uh, if it's not friends, it could be whatever else, just like trying to find, it It could be work community, but trying to find a community where, uh, you can test your ideas out without the fear of retribution, Mm -hmm. I think is so, uh, so valuable. Because then you can test out your ideas, right? You're not scared to to uh, and and end up staying in your lane. Uh, I think uh, to continue on that thread as well is this idea of finding uh, finding common ground, uh, or at the very least, uh, agreeing to disagree, and 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 being able to. Uh, come to the table with different perspectives and realize that the world is gray. It's not black and white. There's all these different issues. There's many, many complexities to them. We can present a bunch of different, a bunch of these complexities or details behind different arguments. Right. Uh, And at the end of the day, the truth might be in the middle. It might be more, more towards one end or the other, but I like just each person needs to, uh, take in all the data and, and test the hypotheses and figure out which which helps them to live closer to their ideal or mm-hmm. or what have you. But
0: Yeah, there's yeah. A, a quote that I really like, and I'm going to butcher it, we'll have to link it, but it, it goes something like this, and maybe you guys can correct me if you're familiar, but it's like, first they came for the gays and i wasn't gay so i didn't say anything and then they came for the black community and i wasn't black so i didn't say anything and then they came for the women and i wasn't a woman so i didn't say anything and then they came for me and there was no one left to stand up and advocate or help and i just i made up the communities that the quote actually says because those are i think all communities that have been in the hot seat in the last couple of years but that quote, too, I think speaks to me a little bit about what common science should and could mean in the world in that uh, some of these issues and they're not all issues, right? Like shoes might not be an issue, but some of the topics that we talk about uh, <laughs> could could add value to have an opinion on, right? Mm-hmm. Like to, to feel a little comfortable where you stand and then to also not just feel comfortable where you stand, but to be willing to engage and speak up for one of those conversations. And I hope that to yeah, this community, or at least our practice can can show what that might look like. Because I do really think it's important not to be a passive member of society, right? Like, I do really think it's important to be someone who's in, a little informed, uh, in order for a, a voting society or a society in which we believe that the vote matters, can move forward. And I think, Like you said earlier, Jay, I think that that, the way to do that is common science.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Because, yeah, we live in a bit of a dog-eat-dog world, and historically there have been groups of people who have been disenfranchised and oppressed, and the list goes on and on. But if we're going to continue to grow out of that in a way that's equitable, in a way that we are all feeling good about, I think it is important to speak up. Uh, so that when they, the proverbial they, are coming for you, there is a community ready to also stand with you for what feels true. And I hope that that's also what common science can help us do as a as a society, uh, or at the very least, at at the twenty people who watch this videos, like dinner tables or whatever it is, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to add or respond to? Hmm.
2: I guess. I mean, obviously, we are all three of us are really passionate about common science, and just the we're obviously all we have some some science background, so we understand the value of science to humanity, like humanism, the um, scientific method, all this data, and all this focus on um, humans as a, a rational, thinking, experimenting species. In the last five hundred years or so, has like changed human life, the individual's life, remarkably. Mm-hmm. And even like if you go to like to some egregious specifics, like how um, Francis Galton and a lot of these um, eugenicists try to prove that these certain people groups, like their lives weren't worth as much, or like these they have smaller brains, or they have this scientific difference that makes them less human or less important. This and that. And time and time again, science shows, that hey, we're all one species. Hey, this is, whether it be just, like, the individual, whether it be um, us as a community, and in, even expanding to, like, Mother Earth and the understanding of how plastic is impacting the world and climate change and stuff like that. Science is continually helping us. It's, like, a self-perpetuating thing where it's, like, we invented science, and it's constantly helping us evolve, if not physically, then culturally and helping us become better, and there's all of that, and I love that, and I think I'm really excited to um, embrace our greater community as we get more of a community, and, um, and feel free to comment, reach out to us, and say, what do you guys want us to talk about? Because at the end of the day, there's science. Whatever you're interested in, there's science to it, right? Yeah. Like, there's going to be science to it. So it's, like, it's, it's kind of like how when I was younger, I thought I didn't like reading, and then I read the series of unfortunate events, and then I read Bobby Pendragon, and then I watched, and then I read Percy Jackson. I was like, yeah. oh, I like reading. I just didn't like reading what they were making me read. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you do, it's not that you don't like science; you like science. Like you are a little scientist. <laughs> There's science in everything you do. So like, go oh, ahead, like whatever you're interested in, like send us any topic, and we'd love to cover it. We had one of our listeners uh, send us about four topics that they wanted us to talk about coming up, and we're going to do oh, at least two of those in the next month or so. So it was really, really exciting. We want to explore, we want to learn, we want to get to know you guys, and we want to talk about what you guys are interested in as well. Um, And then on top of that, just going into all that kind of like more serious like world change, like people changing, like how we can all become together and kumbaya. There's also just like, (laughs) like science is fun, right? Like, so like I was saying, it's like science is whatever you're into, if it's into basketball, if you're into video games, there's a science to it. And there's Mm -hmm. something about science or something about the scientific method experimentation, That will help you in that. I coach camps, I coach hundreds of kids over the summer, and I have part of our camps as a classroom session where I get to talk with the kids for about 15 to 25 minutes, and I talk to them about all types of scientific. Um, ideas, and I try to explain to them um, certain scientific method methodology that will help them become better basketball players. Help them understand the trajectory of an arc and basketball shots, and how that helps you become a better player. Help them understand the ideas of repetition. Help them understand like free will and advertisements, and how things impact how they have all these signals that are being sent to them and are influencing their physiology, and how that might impact them on a basketball court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. For the most part, they love it. They're like, oh, i never yeah. thought about this coach, yeah. Oh, and then it'll be like 10 minutes, and they're like, what does this have to do with basketball? And I'm like, just wait. And I wrap it all, tie <laughs> it all in, and they're just like, oh. And like you see their eyes light up because I've taken something that was abstract, and maybe they, they don't think of themselves as caring about science, and I've brought it to them in a way that they really enjoy and that is digestible for them. And that's obviously what we're trying to do here, and I'm excited about it.
0: Getting a little (laughs) (laughs) tear-eyed. Well, common scientists, I am thankful for this cast. Uh, And I'm thankful for you guys. And I hope that this cast gave you a bit of an idea about who we are about how passionate we are about common science about what common science is what what we aspire for it to become in our lives and your lives and to a little bit more about our desire to to bring people in and to remind the world that science is for everyone and that you too are a common scientist and that you have an opportunity to engage with a community of common scientists and we'd love for that to be with us and if that's if it's not with us too that's that's all okay because it's all common science and yeah that's all all we're trying to do here is just just a bit of common science
2: hey common scientists hope you enjoyed the cast thanks for investing in common science we hope it brought as much value to you as it did to us
1: to learn more smash the subscribe button and visit our website commonscientists.com, where you can read our blog Join our email newsletter and follow us on social media.
0: Finally, if you like what we have to say, you can absolutely support us on Patreon. We can always use more support. You can navigate there also from our website, commonscientists.com, commonscientists with an S, so that we can continue cultivating a community of common scientists.